Jim Miller. Welcome to the studio yet again with me. <laughs> On a Saturday evening, you and I about to talk about some old Dude What classics. A Dude What original, Jim Miller. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hi, guys. Hope you are having fun on this Saturday evening with us, joining us for the ride. I am Brian. He is Jim. Say hi, Jim. Hi, Jim. And we are your hosts of the Dude What Movie Review Podcast. Dude What? It's going to be a lot of fun, Jim. We are diving back into our own personal archive. We are busting out another Dude What original. This is a fun one. This is a great one. This is a landmark episode, and I'm excited to talk about it. Dude. Yes. This is one of my favorites. I know, man. Of the early days. Like one of the early run, this is one of the episodes that we look back and we're like, man, I'm really proud of that one, actually. Yeah, for a ton of reasons. We're probably going to cover quite a few of those the reasons. Here, man. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, but for <laughs> sure. A big time fun one for us. It was episode six, Believe It or Not. Some of you guys, that might give it away, what it could be, especially if you've been following along on these Do What Original re-releases, because you know that the category on this is sci-fi action. And I'm not even going to talk about what the film selections are, because when you guys roll into this episode, we're right there at the jump. <laughs> it's yeah. like right there. So we're not even going to talk about that. Just believe it or not, sci-fi action. So, Jim Miller. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the production notes that we have on this. A lot of fun. We always talk about the montage on this episode, and we're going to get to that here in a minute. But I want to talk about some of the other stuff that didn't quite make it on this re-release. Like, for example, the origins of the 2420 West Studio. That's where we're at right now, Jim. The official 2420 West Studios. Back in the day, the 2420 West Studios was actually my bedroom in my house. Yeah, it's really kind of like Air Force One, right? <laughs> Wherever we were recording Dude What is where 2420 West Studios was. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah. much. It moved from the garage to the bedroom back out here. It took a while to get back out here, though. But, hey, we're here and we're doing it now. From the window to the walls. Oh, don't. Christ, man, there's just some things you don't talk about in public. Watch it now. Watch it. I'm trying to avoid putting any kind of disclaimer on the beginning of this. Anyway, <laughs> the 2420 West Studios origin, where, where does it come from, Jim? Shh. We're not talking about it right now. Top secret. It is top secret. Because we reveal the origins of that at a later episode. This is true. This is actually yeah. a couple episodes down the road. Actually, I believe it was in year two of our show. The next season. And actually yeah. we had our second guest on our show oh, on yeah. that episode that as well. Okay. And, that, and that's why we reveal the origins of the that's 2420 right. West But we'll right. talk about that later. Yep. yep We're yep. not talking about that right now. Yep, that's yep. a whole other episode. Another thing that was going on at that time, Jim, our shoestring budget, nothing has changed. <laughs> A little has a changed. little has changed, but we, not really. We had talked about it at this time. You know, I think we might have already mentioned on a on a previous episode, but during this season, during this time when we had first started, we had both had rock band microphones. We did that were donated. Now you know, he, we were we were using the microphone stand. It's a pool leg. A pool leg, basically <laughs> for an above ground yeah, for above ground pool, pool um, <laughs> that we were still using at the time. Here's the funny thing about this, though, Jim. I've been racking my brain about this because we're going to talk about uh, another episode that's coming up here very soon, very very soon. That's going to play a pivotal role into the history of Dude What. Yes. On a lot of reasons, production-wise and, and just you know the history of our show. It moved us up to Velcro, I think, at that point. I, no, it did not. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to remember. I can't pinpoint when we actually got away from the pool leg mic stands. 
I have we gotten at this point the actual mic stands no. that we had? No, man. The next episode. The next episode. Yes. Okay. Because we had recorded the episode after that first. Oh, we did. That's right. I had forgotten about yeah, that. We'll talk about that in the. I completely. It was forgot the first time that. we had ever recorded out of sequence. We so. did. We yeah. did. That's another funny thing that we're actually going to talk about on the next episode as well. We got a lot of production notes, man. We there's so much stuff <laughs> that was happening back then. It's kind of crazy. I mean, you know, we just were talking like at the time of recording. We're literally a day past our anniversary. Happy anniversary! Happy to you. anniversary uh, of six years, man. I know six years of recording That's and doing crazy. the show. Yeah, so it's been fun to just kind of go back. And I know a few of these episodes we've kind of given people a peek, uh, maybe the first, second season. Yeah, but. Uh, it's just been fun to actually go back and talk about the history Absolutely. Of, um, of what we were doing then and like what we were thinking or not thinking and right. just trying to you know keep things together well, with a little bit of bubble gum. So. <laughs> well, staying in theme with the shoestring budget, I mean, back then, our rickety old box that we have right here, which will never change, Jim. It's, it's right yeah, here. It, it's <laughs> never changed. I'm holding it right now. You're looking at it in disbelief that it's lasted this long. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but at some point early on, I think you mentioned it, I think on the previous uh, Dude What original re-release, I had put these black streamers in here. Right. I don't know why I did that. I thought maybe I was creating some kind of dramatic effect for you, or maybe I was just trying to make you giggle, and it worked because you commented about it repeatedly. I did. I think even on our Christmas special, you made some kind of reference in the retelling of Twas the Night Before Christmas <laughs> about Rastafarian dreadlocks or something like that. I don't something, know. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that at Christmas. <laughs> we'll get to that at Christmas. But, yes, I had, like... We call them death streamers. They were black streamers that you would hang from your ceiling for a birthday party or something. And yeah, they were at the discount bin in Party City. I, I taped them in there just to mess with Jim, and it, it actually turned out to be a pretty funny gag on there, really. Well, you know, talking about the box, because there's been a few times uh, in our six years of being together that I've mentioned, hey, we should, you know, we should maybe get a nicer box. Or right. And then... It was pretty early on when I was talking about that, and you're like, nope, this is what it's going to be. And ever since then, it's been kind of like, yeah, okay. You made a lot of mention early on to, to the idea of getting Ron Swanson to uh, maybe put together a box for us. Like, yes. I, Where you were like, just like a Parks and Rec kick there for a while or something? I was. Like, what was the deal yeah, with that? I was. I was, because that was, that was early on. Let's see, Nora was still young. Annabelle, I think, had just been born right around the time that we had started this. Right. So, yeah, that's right, because... With all of my kids, I've always had a big move or big creative venture that I start like a month before. <laughs> and Annabelle was, dude, what? <laughs> and then wow. Isaac was Humble Planet whenever oh, I started wow. it. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Stop having kids. I know, I think right? is what we've learned from this. Yeah, you don't have enough time. It's my, my form of nesting. You, you don't know? have enough time, Jim, for, yeah. for Most anything. people kind of like, you know, they, <laughs> they focus in on home and they nest that way. I nest by, hey, let me create and do something completely new. Hilarious. And it's going to take all my time. It's so. ridiculous. Cut out of this episode at the beginning, Jim. You know, we do a little movie talk on our show from time to time. But we hadn't actually created the category or the, the segment of the show called movie talk. Like we hadn't done that yet. Like it was just kind of like free flowing. We would just kind of dip into movies or whatever. And it, it really had no structure to it. And it was kind of like that on this episode. So I felt like it just didn't flow well with what we were doing. So I went ahead and cut it out there, but I wanted to make mention of the fact that we did chat a little bit about the movie, the Truman show. 
on this episode. So if you guys do go back in our archive, do what pod.com slash archive and listen to this and it's original release, you will hear us talk about that. And one thing in particular about the film, the Truman show that you will hear us talk about is a little actor you may have heard of. He's kind of done some things. He's kind of maybe a little bit of a big deal. Mr. Ed Harris. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. Now, the reason why I bring up Ed Harrison, now, we talked about him in The Truman Show, we talked about him in The Rock, we talked about him in Enemy at the Gates, and the reason why I'm bringing him up now is because in the future on this feed here, Jim, we're going to be doing another movie binger. And we did the movie binger action films, and that was a lot of fun. We talked about a, a ton of, of action films. But I know that you and I both have some dramatic films that we're probably going to be talking about as well. And I just recently... And when I say recently, I mean last night, I watched a film with Ed Harris that was tremendous. Okay. Absolutely wonderful. And I can't wait to talk about it. So that's a little teaser for you guys down the road here on the feed, a dude, what movie binger of dramatic film. So that's going to be a lot of fun to do that. Now I mentioned right up off the jump, Jim, when we started recording that when we go to the original episode, episode six, believe it or not, sci-fi action, we go straight to talking about what the movie is going to be. All right, and we talk about the category sci-fi action, and we talk about what the movies are in that as well. And one thing I wanted to note is how early on we were conscious about building up to the reveal, just creating the categories, talking about the films, you laying out some some little uh, fun facts about the films early on. And you took that upon yourself to do that whenever yeah. you would break down these individual films that were in the category, you know, laying out a couple of the stars there and maybe they had some wins, you know, here and there or whatever, you know, some notoriety about the films. And that would just help kind of build and build and build up to the reveal of the film. And I think early on, we were doing a really good job of building that suspense going up, especially in our young evolution. Of, I mean, we're only on episode six. <laughs> I think part of that also was the fact that you threw a lot of curveballs at me early on. Because, I tried to, yeah. Um, and I th- we may have mentioned this before, but like before we actually started recording the very first episode, we had a, a notebook and you were reading off some of the movies, and I was just losing my ever-loving mind. <laughs> and uh, you were like, I need to stop reading these. Yep. And so you were already putting some of those that I knew were in there. Yep. You were already starting to mix those into the categories and throwing me for a loop right. completely because you would reveal a completely other, like a different <laughs> one. And I'm like, uh... Very good at misdirecting. Oh, yeah. And that was part of the fun. I I think we knew early on that to create a product that people wanted to listen to, you have to have a high level of entertainment. And part of that is a little bit of the intrigue. It's like, what is it going to be? What is going to be in the box? And you have to build up to it. You can't just say, oh, it's this. You know, we did that on the first two episodes. And, you know, it was fun for what it was. But we knew even then, no, we got to do something more dramatic, yeah, with more, this. more entertaining. That's yeah. right. And I think a lot of playing into that was the fact that we were using video rentals back at the time. Yes, people, <laughs> they used to have these brick and mortar setups. You would actually go there. There were places. They were called video stores. <laughs> and you would go and you would rent movies. Yes, I said it. You would go rent movies from Physical these video stores. Movies. Yeah. It's like going to your library now to get a movie. What's a library, Jim? Right, yeah. Right? <laughs> it's a place to have movies. That's right. The family video, man, such an integral part of our show in those early days, man. Big time. Actually, to the point where I know behind the scenes we were talking 
or I was talking often about <laughs> <laughs> about like trying to get them to become a sponsor of what's in the box. Well, you know, here's the thing, man. We had such high hopes for that too because of the fact that yeah, it was such an integral part of our show. It just made sense. It was a partnership that seemed like it would be really good, you know, on on paper. And then the fact that Stranger Things, <laughs> you see that where Robin and Steve Harrington are working at Family Video, it only made sense. But then you see the drop of yeah. the, the the home video rental. Yeah, I really, Thank I really, you, thought, Amazon. Yeah, I really thought for sure with Stranger Things, I was like, oh. This is going to be a nice little boost. And then, yep. like, you know, Family Video right after that was like, yeah, we're closing. Yeah, our we're doors, closing so. our doors. It's like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah, thank you, Amazon. Speaking of Amazon. No. Uh, DudeWhatPod.com <laughs> slash support. Uh, click on the Amazon link and you can rent your movies there. Yeah. They're, or, they're, or, or buy them. They're really kind of a necessary evil at this point. <laughs> you know, we're using them as much as they're using us. But, Jim. <laughs> Family video rentals is going to be playing a big part in these early episodes, and especially on this episode right here, because Jim has a little trouble figuring out what the movie is, because it doesn't say it on the disc. <laughs> it doesn't. It it's just, just has an image. It's just an image, and he had to figure it out. And you're going to hear that here in a second. It's going to be a lot of fun when you hear his reaction, and we'll talk a little bit more on the back half about Jim's reaction. I'm excited to, for you guys to hear this episode, honestly. Well, if it's any consolation, I'm... Still pretty uh, disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) What we're we're here to do, we're here, obviously, to break down a movie that you haven't seen. That I have never seen. That you should have seen. That I should have already seen. Right. And so this week we're covering sci-fi. Sci-fi action. Yeah, so... Um, um, that was the category. Right. So you yeah. gave me three. You gave me Alien. You gave you Alien. Which is a 1979 movie, sci-fi thriller, more more like sci-fi horror. Right. Uh, starring Sigourney Reaver, the director Ridley Scott. In space, no one can hear you scream. Like that's the infamous line or famous line. Uh, also, you gave me Blade Runner. That was a very dramatic Thank you. retelling of that tagline. Thank man. you. Thank you. I really appreciate uh, that. <laughs> you gave me Blade Runner, uh, 1982 sci-fi thriller directed by Ridley Scott as well. Go. Uh, Ridley's starring, on to something. Yeah, starring uh, Harrison Ford. And then The Matrix. Directed by Ridley Scott. No. No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 1999 sci-fi action uh, directed by the, I don't know, Wachowski brothers. Yeah, I believe it's the Wachowski brothers. Yeah, which is actually two ladies, uh, Lana and Lily. But anyway, uh, starring Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne. And they won a bunch of Oscars. So yeah. regardless of whichever one is in this <laughs> Ugly box. box. What ugly box? Oh, what's in the box? <laughs> what ugly box? What are you talking about? Working with Velcro on a shoestring budget. So I think we really should up. <laughs> I should upgrade that. That's pretty, uh, dude. I'm serious. We need to talk to Ron Swanson and have him like carve. I think we should just leave it. Honestly, it's no. kind of so bad that it's good now. It's kind of yeah. like wearing. Like I'll be honest, I'm embarrassed to take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. I took a picture of it. I just haven't put it on Instagram. Yeah, I think like, I keep fighting the urge to have you put I it on. I have to there. run it through like 30 filters to even make it look <laughs> worthy of. There a isn't like. a filter in the world. <laughs> Silicon Valley has not come up with a filter to fix that box it's yet. It's Pathetic, actually. But anyway, anyway, let's do this. Go ahead, man. Everybody wants to know. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the box? I do the streamers though. I, so, <laughs> I don't know what. Like, did you rob? Was, did you rob like a a birthday party? Or I, something? I robbed a factory card outlet. <laughs> oh gosh, what is my looking at? What? <laughs> Are you serious? Are you yelling into the mic again, again dude? Like seriously, I was not expect Alien. I've never seen Alien. You have never seen I've Alien. I've never seen Alien. Brian Sumner. Secret is out. 
I've never seen Alien. Never. Never. Not once. Like, never, not even little clips of it? Never or caught it on TV. Never walked in on it. Nothing. The, I'll be honest with you. When you gave me the list. I was like, I have a feeling it's going to be not Alien. <laughs> <laughs> Way to narrow it down. Right. Well, I was just like, surely he's seen The Matrix and surely he's seen Alien. But, like, seriously? Alien. For real. Like, there's I, no. I'm trying to. This is older than you, again. Is it? Yes. It was like 19. Are you 1979? Yeah, it's older than me. By a year. 1980. I was born in 80. So if this came out in 79, yeah, it's got a year on me. I am. It's got a year of existence on me. Brian, so, okay, so t- why have you not seen Alien? I really have no legitimate reason why I've like, never seen Like, are you anti-sci-fi? No, anti- I actually love sci-fi movies. Dude, this is like the crown, one of the crown jewels of sci-fi horror, like every... I know. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm sorry that I've been yelling into the microphone. <laughs> Like, I honestly, my reaction, I wasn't... I honestly, wasn't your reaction that. for me is the best part of the show, in my opinion. Which is why we started doing, like, the three, the category, so I have absolutely <laughs> yeah, no idea. Yeah, what. we got to make sure that I kind of swerve you a little bit. That way you don't have any idea what we're going to do. Because I, I, I could just go ahead and tell you at the end of each episode, hey, next week we're going to do this, but what's the fun in that? Right. No, I agree. But I'm just... <laughs> I'm at a loss for words, bro. These are legitimate responses people so when i said in space no one can hear you scream you really know what i was talking i about. really had no clue what the hell you were talking about when you said that i was like uh sure okay makes sense well but what <laughs> okay man like so this is it won the oscar for best visual effects okay like, i mean it was you know ridley scott directed it right. weaver kind of a no name at the time this kind of put her on the map tom skirrett i think is how you pronounce that and john hurt are in it dude I mean, there's so many sci-fi, horror, like... I mean, even some of the new stuff that's come out recently, I think it has a callback to the original Alien. And, I mean, obviously they have a whole franchise and stuff now of, like... Yes. You know, like Alien vs. Predator, like, you're just... You've never... Never. Like, seen the original... Nope. ...that started it all. Nope. I don't know what to do with you right now. Well, I mean, obviously you do a podcast (laughs) with me. (laughs) I guess I need to watch the movie with you, but... Just like <laughs> that's what you do with a guy who's never seen movies like this. You sit down with a, on a podcast, you talk about it, you make fun of him. Five know, people listen, and <laughs> maybe four. <laughs> we've gained, we've went up from three, so that's good. Why? Progress is progress <laughs> in my right. book. That's right. Anyway, well, I I don't know what else to say to you except, dude, we need to watch this freaking movie. Well. Let's go talk about it. Let's go do it. All right, let's go do it. All right, we're going to go watch it. And uh, like we said last week on the show, to maximize your listening experience on this, hit pause right now and go watch the movie. Go watch it with us. Watch Alien with us. Unless, you know, like last week, if we gave a really horrible rating, maybe you want to listen to our rating before you go watch the movie. Don't listen to the rating. Just watch the movie. You have your own opinion. Go on the journey with us, hand in hand. All right, I'm extending my hand out to you right now. He is. It looks very... Majestic. <laughs> Hold my hand as we watch this movie. You look like a rock star, but... But no, seriously, hit pause on the... If you haven't seen Alien, if you're like me, if you're one of two people in the world who hasn't seen Alien... Seriously. Hit pause, go watch the movie, and then come back on the back end and you know see if your assessment of the movie kind of links up with our assessment. So we're going to find out. We're going to go watch the movie right now. All right, let's go. Let's go do it. God. Doesn't sound like any radio signal I've heard. Oh, God. 
There is an explanation for this, you know. What happened to King? Something has attached itself to him. We have to get him to the infirmary right away. What kind of thing? I need a clear definition. Before we dock, I think we ought to discuss the bonus situation. I didn't say anything like that except uh, molecular acid. You must be using it for blood. Don't get any on your arm. This thing bled acid. Who knows what it's going to do when it's dead? I think it's safe to assume it isn't a zombie. It's got a wonderful defense mechanism. You don't dare kill it. Did you ever ship out with Ash before? I went out five times with another science officer. They replaced him two days before we left Thetis with Ash. I don't trust him. I don't trust anybody. He's dead. Anybody ever tell you he looked dead? What's the matter? The food ain't that bad, baby. We found this lane there. No blood. No Dallas. Nothing. What was your special order? Bring back life form, priority one, all other priorities rescinded. What about our life? I repeat, all other priorities are rescinded. You admire it? I admire its purity. I can't lie to you about your chances, but you have my sympathies. Unless somebody has got a better idea, we'll proceed with Dallas's plan. What? And then don't blame the others? <laughs> no, you're out of your mind. You got a better idea? Yes. I say that we abandoned the ship. We ain't out of here in 10 minutes. We won't need no rocket to fly through space. There's got to be a way of killing it. How? How do we do it? You can't. You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? A survivor. We're clouded by conscience, remorse, or delusions of morality. It's structural. Perfection is matched only by its hostility. Perfect organism. All right, we are back from space. <laughs> I'm floating. Floating. <laughs> the great beyond. You know, I will say, I've. Um, what's been really fun so far about all of this is that we have literally covered a lot of territory as far as so far, styles well, of movies. Oh, yeah. I'm interested to get feedback from our listeners because I know, like, everyone has, like, a genre that they love. Right. And there's some that are like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. And I know my wife's not a fan of sci-fi. Okay. Uh, so I'm just interested... To kind of get feedback from this one when, uh, when think, it comes out, I think there's a lot of people that enjoy sci-fi, though. Yeah, no, I do too. But I especially think with uh, maybe not full-on sci-fi, yeah. but at least some sci-fi elements. Yeah, because I mean, there's so much that you can do with it. Sure, you know uh, what yeah. I mean. I mean like it the, doesn't have to be just space. You can right, the fantasy, the, all of that. So. Exactly. I mean, the the bounds on that are just you know limitless. Yeah. You know, you have no boundaries whatsoever. So yeah, I mean, but, I I like sci-fi stuff. Yeah. So cool. So what? So what did you think? This movie is freaking terrible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, this was, to me, this was more suspense than sci-fi. Yeah. It just um, happened to be set in that. Exactly. Yeah. The buildup in certain scenes was, was good because it kept you on your toes like, okay, where's it coming out from? Yeah. You know what's going to happen? Where's it going to happen? Yeah. The buildup. I think in some scenes, though, that buildup was just a bit much. Yeah. A, a little too overdone. There were certain scenes you could have gotten the same effect or you could have gotten to the point of what you were doing in that scene just a little bit quicker. Yeah. You didn't have to drag, drag out so out. much stuff. But yeah, overall, yeah, this is... You like it? I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I did like it. What's interesting is, so I was doing some research, obviously, while we were watching the movie, because right. I've seen it before, but I didn't realize that the screenwriter yeah, that, that basically had written, like, the, the way he sold it, his name was Dan O'Bannon, the way he sold it was Jaws in Space. I can see that. And so... I, I can see that, yes. I, I thought that was interesting, especially because our first episode was Jaws. Right. But, like, there's definitely that, that those elements in Ridley Scott. This is his second film, but, like, this is the one that put him on the map. Okay. I mean, and then he, obviously, Ridley Scott went on to do, like, Gladiator, Blade Runner. 
or Black Hawk Down. I mean, there is a The Martian. Like, he's gone to do a ton of right. films. But this was like, boom. I mean, this was kind of his breaking out film, I guess you could say. And it's funny you mentioned that the the pitch on that was Jaws in Space because I can, I can now that it's said out loud, I can see that for the simple fact that for the better part of the genesis of the actual alien. Yeah. When you it's first, when it's first introduced as this little bitty, like little infant alien, right. little, little baby alien, all right. <laughs> to the next time you see it, when it's just this full grown monster, which I know I said to you in the, during the, I was like, wow, that grew pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah, damn quick, escalated pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huge, really fast. So uh, you don't fully on full on see the size of the alien yeah. for a couple scenes. It's kind of hit and miss. See it just like you did, like in Jaws, you don't get the full gravity of the size of the shark until close to the end of the movie. Sure. This one, you it picks it up more kind of halfway, midpoint, you yeah. start seeing it, and you kind of had to just because you're dealing with, I think I think with Jaws, they could hold off on that because you had a smaller crew that you were dealing with that were actually going for it. This yeah. one, you have a bigger crew, much bigger uh, landscape for it to move around, sure. and a little bit more ability. has It's definitely more mobile yeah. because it's you know it's got its footing and and it can travel around on the ship and stuff like that so and the lighting the way it was shot certain aspects you, you sometimes you'd see it you only see like it would be like a zoomed in shot so yeah. you don't get the full shot of it or the lighting was so dark or you know stroby in certain yeah, aspects so, yeah. and you know dimly lit so you don't get the full magnitude of it i don't know other than the scene where the the guy was looking for the cat you kind of get the yeah yeah, yeah well, and we'll talk about right. that in a minute <laughs> i got a bone to pick with was that the cat's name was jones or whatever i don't yeah. care what the cat's name was <laughs> look all right before i finish my point on the size of the beast let me just go ahead and say it right now if i'm in space and it comes down to me and my crew surviving or me saving a cat you save the cat no the, the, the cat is lunch the cat is lunch That's for that right. i'm sorry That's right all right i'm sure Peter's is gonna you know hop on the bandwagon on this but i'm sorry if i'm yeah. in space yeah. and why this, even have a cat but whatever i don't know what you <laughs> And that could have been resolved from any. I'm all right, sure we'll, we'll come. We'll come back know. to that. There's some fun fact. I'm sure that somebody will let us. Oh know. my god, nothing can explain that. All right, there is no conspiracy theorist out there that can convince me otherwise. Why a freaking cat was on there? All right, <laughs> we'll skip that. We'll come back. Anyway, yes, the Jaws in space. That's a great description for this movie. Yeah, very, yeah, no, very, that's very. That's pretty much accurate. how they, I think, sold yeah. it to the studio. And, and stuff, I can definitely so. see that. It's, it's very accurate. Yeah. Well, okay. So what? What were your likes, dislikes? I mean, obviously, we know you did not like the cat. We just covered that. I did but, not uh, like the cat. That was so What are so some of your stupid. likes? What do you think? Are... The the suspense, the buildup, uh, the unknown of where the alien was going to be, how yeah. that was going to go. And like you mentioned, uh, when we first started watching it, the brutal environmental nature of space yeah. where they're at on this little planet they get this distress signal or not even a distress signal as you find out it was more of a warning yeah just the harsh elements of the environment they were in and it kind of just makes it why are you going out there I'm right just, yeah why are you doing this which i mean we find out later why they had to yeah you know basically the corporation they worked for yeah. it was kind of put out there they had to do it but yeah i mean I, I like i like i like the unfolding of how they go into this harsh world essentially yeah. and what they discover and then just the unfolding of the story from there how everything's just built up and built up you know to this crescendo where it's like boom here comes yeah. here comes the fight right. yeah. <laughs> you know the alien brought the fight to them they yeah. saying, well actually technically they brought the fight to themselves i mean right yeah they which we discussed that too 
you can go messing around with some pods, and right. the pod opens up, and you just, oh, what's well, in there? What's in here? Yeah. yeah. John Hurt's character. <laughs> it's kind of like the Dane Cook bit, you yeah. know, mentioning Dane Cook again. But it's just it's kind of Every like, episode. It's, yeah. He's going to be our first we got to get Dane bit. Cook yeah, mentioned yeah. in there, yeah. But <laughs> it's just like he, he did the joke. It was like, you know, people getting you know stung or killed by bees. He's yeah. like, who's walking through the forest going, hey, is, are there bees in these bushes over here? Oh, let me go take a look. Right. You know, you see a pod open up in space. Yeah. I don't think anything good has ever happened from a pod opening up in yeah. space. That, Typically, if you see that say, happen, hey, you run. Here? Yeah, run the other way. You know, yeah. I mean, just get away from it. Yeah. Don't put your head directly over it and hope for the best. Right, right. It makes no sense. Yeah. So, but no, the the darkness of it, the suspense. I that, I really dug that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. The, it was a suspense story. Like I said, it it was more suspenseful for me than it was a sci-fi movie. Yeah, I think they did a really good job, even from the beginning. Of, and kind kind of mentioned that when we were watching, just of capturing this element of being in space. So I, right. I was trying to picture myself in a movie theater, completely black. Yeah. I mean, like you could feel just the way they kept, yeah. even the opening sequence and how Alien. The, the title even yeah. came up real slow, mm-hmm. very intentional. It just kind of really puts you in that environment right? pretty quickly. Yeah. Which would then, yeah, the unknown, I think, would terrify the crap out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Even well, more. again, we discussed yeah. this throughout the movie. I brought this point up so many times. Blame the scientists on this one. Right, which we found out later, Blame alert, was yeah. not a scientist. It was an android. A, an android, yeah. But scientists and the name of science, all right, maybe there's something to that. Yeah. We need to put an end to all scientific <laughs> research right now because those guys are the, are the ones going, hey, is this pod opening up? What can we do with this? <laughs> Don't kill the alien. Don't don't damage the alien. Right. You know we have to bring it back. You yeah. know it's you know possibly gonna. It's got acid foaming <laughs> out of its mouth. Ship, but yeah, yeah, and it's eating through the hole of the ship. But you know, let's not kill it or anything. Yeah, let's just preserve it and bring it back. <laughs> Makes no sense. Makes no sense. But you know that's yeah. that's in a lot of sci-fi right. movies. Yeah. So. I mean, of course, yeah, it, yeah. You can't. I can't. Plot point kind of. I can't. I can't fault story, this movie so. for that because you see that in so many other movies sure. where it's just like it's. There's always the researcher. Don't destroy the organism. We need yeah. to. Yeah. We need to study it and find its benefits, dude. It's ripping your leg off yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay. There's no benefit to that. Okay. It's, there's only a downside. So just stop. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> that was stupid. So stupid. Well, stupid, science. stupid scientists. Stupid scientists. <laughs> Say no to science. Say no to science. Bill Nye, the science guy, will be no. very angry with you. No. I will arm wrestle him. <laughs> was there a favorite scene or a best scene for you? I like the well, – I mean, I think it's a I think it's a classic scene. Just it, the, it, the, it is. A, the stomach – yeah. The, or the alien, the chest or the stomach, just yeah. there, there it is. Rah, yeah. So know. that's obviously very iconic. Like that's even it. I think what the Film Institute of America, I, I don't quote me on that, but like right. basically it was like this is yeah. It's kind of gone into this library, if you will, of like iconic right. movie moments. So the interesting thing about that scene, though, yeah. And I mean this is obviously Google, Wikipedia, movie right. phone, I think. So. In the script, I guess it was just written that the thing emerges. So, yeah. like, the, none of the actors knew exactly what was going to happen. Oh, really? So that's why when you, like, if you were to go back and watch it again, you see the react. The reaction is genuine. <laughs> like, they had no clue it was going no to. No one's smarting them up on that. Right. Huh? And then, so then uh, uh, Veronica Cartwright, who plays Lambert. Okay. I think, like, they told her, you, you'll get. Just so you know, you'll have a little blood on your face, whatever. Well, <laughs> that wasn't a little bit of blood. <laughs> so that's like you see that reaction. Well, I don't know if you noticed, like they didn't turn to her character. She screamed, but then yeah. they didn't turn to her character. 
for a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think in the original shooting, after the thing emerged, right. she fainted. Oh, really? Like she passed out. So there was that wasn't a little blood. No. All right. She looked like she was front row at a Gallagher show. <laughs> yes. Right. She got smashed with like strawberry very pie. Much so. very that much was so. But that was like obviously that's a very iconic scene and, and just like. I mean, even spoofs and stuff have been done on it now, you know, since right. then. But. Okay, so obviously that iconic scene. So what uh, – do you have any other favorite scenes? Well, if I'm being honest, Sigourney Weaver, a young Sigourney Weaver. Yep, yep. And white cotton shirt and <laughs> panties. I think uh, it's only fitting. <laughs> <laughs> she took my breath away. <laughs> Waited to the very end. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a number of scenes. Just uh, the overall suspenseful buildup, you know, it's like a culmination of scenes. I, I can't pick any one in particular out, but sure. definitely, definitely for sure, the iconic scene, and definitely for sure, Ripley, <laughs> Sans clothing, those two, huh? yeah, just for sure. So. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> too good, too good. Yeah. So, what do you think about the uh, the alien in and of itself? Okay, the actual the the, the actual the concept yeah. and seeing the the initial concept and the design brought together to create the on screen presence of the alien itself. Yeah, like and just terrifying, mind, like, terrifying. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah, it's great. And they've actually, I mean, they've obviously with CGI and everything nowadays, like the right. the sequels and things like the this alien. Was, has but this was seventy nine, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was. I believe so. Yeah, this was that was impressive. Yeah, that thing was terrifying. So the okay, I, the reason why I brought that up is because so the artist his name is H R. I'm going to say Geiger. I may be pronouncing that wrong, but like he's a Swiss artist. Yes, yeah, Geiger. Um, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> so his initial designs for this, uh, the what they call the xenomorph, okay. which is the A line. So when he's coming in, I guess to L.A., customs held it back because they were so the images were so disturbing. Right. Like so, then they had they had to like basically the producers have had to go there and say, "No, look, this is for a movie." Oh, okay. Like, and everything, but I don't know. I so thought they that thought was, he was. They, yeah, they were he like, was coming uh, to L.A. to do some serious damage. Yeah. Okay. But like he intentionally, some of the other studies and stuff on it show that like he intentionally left the eyes off the alien to just create even more of a soulless. Well, I mean, feature. It, I mean, well, it makes it, it makes it drives home the point. I mean, yeah. just the the shape of the head and the the mouth, and then the the protracting yeah. in, inner mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ugh. Yeah. It's ugh. You know, just it's terrifying. Yeah. It really is. And like you said, the fact that there's no eyes or no visible eyes that you can see on the on the head and what's on screen, and she's got this massive head. I mean, it really is. I mean, if you see something like that, yeah. I mean, and especially in space where no one can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> Now I understand. Now you understand. Yeah. No, if I saw that thing, I'm done. Game over. Here's the cat. Here I am. I yeah. just... <laughs> Eat the cat. If that doesn't do anything for you, take me. Make it quick. Please. Please, because you are terrifying the hell out of me right now right. with your non-eyed face. Drooling. Drooling acid spit. Spit, yeah. And just your 14 <laughs> mouths and your head that is bigger than Texas. Yeah. Just. It's a good description. Just end it now. That thing is... Ugh, God, yeah, it's, it's pretty. Hard. That thing is literally the stuff of nightmares. Yeah, I mean, no, I agree. If, if they were going for intense scariness, they scare the hell out of you right out the gate. They did it. Did a great job, didn't they? <laughs> job well done. Job well done. Right. What would you say now seeing the film? How have you seen it shape maybe the genre of sci-fi horror, sci-fi thriller, as well as just movies in general? I think the idea that you can take science fiction elements and horror 
elements and put them in a really good story and make them suspenseful. Yeah. And build on the suspense aspect and use use human emotion to build towards your end goal, which is this terrifying thing. Yeah. And you don't have to focus on the shock value of whatever beast that you, in whatever movie, you don't have to worry about gore. You don't have to worry about all these other excessive things. You can just focus on story and story building within the realm of the genre that you're working in. It's just like, it's like any other thing. You don't have to beat a dead horse with excessiveness in certain areas. You just have to have a good story Yeah, and you have to have good suspense yeah. and, and, and within regards to like this storyline sure so i think they did a very good job of showing how to build suspense within a sci-fi realm sure yeah. so th- i mean that right there i mean and like i said this is 79 so obviously there you know there's a lot of other space movies from that point on Most definitely more than likely there's probably a large percentage of really just terrible space movies yeah yeah but even, I, have, I mean, even just that whole concept of, like, aliens attacking. like you know, Right. Just, I mean, what you see that a lot even in yeah. the genre still. And I feel like, you know, yeah, alien kind of is the – probably just like Jaws is for many. They right. turn to to look for, for certain – pull certain elements out of – same deal with, I think, alien in, within the sci-fi genre especially. Right. So, and I mean, it's Ridley Scott. His brother Tony Scott, who did Top Gun, which obviously we shredded. But, like – Are they really? They're, yeah. They're seriously? Brothers. Yeah. They're brothers? Yeah. Yeah. And Tony Scott, like uh, – I, I forget, we didn't even talk about it. During so okay, the show, so Tony, let me get, like, so, so he's he's a younger brother of Ridley. No, but uh, like, and he went on to do like you know, Man on Fire, uh, Days of Thunder, like so a lot of because I started thinking about that after the fact even, but like a lot of the stop and go methods of the Top Gun is just kind of Tony's, right? That was kind of his. His well, little was, marker on it, but Ridley well, Scott, like, there's thing, there's elements of that I think you see even in Alien that you what see I, in other movies. What I was getting done. ready to say was, though, I mean, so he puts out Alien, and then a handful of years down the road, his brother his puts brother. out Top Gun. Yeah. Both with, with what, Tom? Was his name Tom? Skirt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, another connection. Yeah. I'm just wondering what that Thanksgiving was like that year right. after Top Gun came out. Right. It's like, I put out Alien. I put out Top Gun. Really? You really want to make that art? <laughs> I, if I was, but you didn't know they were brothers. I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently, like the whole Scott family is like big time directors. Like, even I think their other brother Frank and, um, but yeah, and Ridley is actually Sir Ridley. He was Sir Ridley. Yeah, he was made a like Sir Elton knighted. John. Yeah, like yeah, because of his contribution to British film. So, well, there you go. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but anyway, now you know. That's the only little tidbits of information you're going to get here on the Dude What podcast. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Or Google, but whatever. <laughs> Google's really good, too. But if you want to be entertaining. I don't want to act like I know what I'm talking about. I had to look this stuff he up. He knows so. exactly what he's talking about. He is a movie database. <laughs> I'm not. I am not. <laughs> Do not come to me for that. So, all right, man. So um, any other final thoughts or anything on that? Just I, I would say that uh, having not seen it, I would say it was right on par, maybe a little bit higher than the expectations I thought for it. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't realize it was going to be as suspenseful. Easy for me to say. Suspenseful. I didn't realize it was going to be as suspenseful as it ended up being. In that regard, going beyond the realm of a sci-fi movie, it, it delivered for me. Yeah. So I guess in that note, what would your ranking be? I basically, Brian, I want some answers. You want answers. I want the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. You want answers, Jim? I do. Just give me the truth, man. Lay it on me. What's your ranking? What is your rating for... Alien. 
Well, I got to say, this was uh, this movie. This was a pretty good movie, and like I said, it exceeded my expectations. You know, not too much, but enough. You know, to have me drawn in, and I love the story, and I love the suspense, and I love the build up and everything. I would have to say, uh, I got to give this. This is a landmark. I'm giving it a four, man. A four. A four. Really? I'm giving it the Tropic Thunder tree. Yeah, man. Man, the dude disguises another dude. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Tropic Thunder is a, is a great movie. Uh, there, there. <laughs> I'm a dude, play the dude, disguise as another dude. I love that man. Anyway, yeah, Tropic Thunder. So, what, Tropic, this Tropic is the Thunder. First one we've had. Yeah, this is the first four, four that we've had on here. Four, first four rating. Uh, Tropic Thunder is it's a great movie, but it it, it for me there now there's a lot of movie that would make a lot or a lot of people that would make this movie a five. You know, in their yeah. own eyes. You're talking you know, about Alien. I'm, I'm talking about Tropic Thunder. Oh, okay. All right. A lot of people may would would probably think it's a five, but for me, there are certain aspects of it that keep it a notch down from you know being a five. Sure. So you know, Tropic Thunder's a. It's kind of like a four knocking on the door of a five. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's how I kind of feel like Alien is. Alien's like a four knocking on the door of a five. Okay. You know why? I just feel like uh, there are certain. There were certain parts of the story, like we talked about earlier, scene buildup, mm-hmm. a lot of excess stuff that could have been cut out, you know, gotten more to the point on certain sure. things. It just, I mean, as as good as it was, I found myself watching it, though, pointing out stuff and making comments about yeah. things like this doesn't. And I know it's a I'm beating a freaking dead horse on this that. Stupid cat. Stupid cat. Yeah. The cat. That was a plot hole right. that made no sense to me. Yeah. It really made zero sense to me. And I know it's such an insignificant thing in the overall story, but it does detract because so many instances. They're going after the cat. They're going after this cat yeah. when they know they got this big beast on their ship killing. Right. right. Really? A cat? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, again, I'm and I'm an animal lover. I have a dog and I love my dog. Yeah. Cats aren't animals. <laughs> Cats are evil. <laughs> They're you, not you, real. You know, yeah, dude, what, Pop? Cats right. <laughs> are androids from the future sent back. That's right. To eliminate us. <laughs> well, I, I can see. I can see why. Because there are some elements, even um, some. There's some points where the music was almost too overpowering for the action, and yeah, and um, you know what? Honestly, that, like that and that didn't really uh, that didn't really register with me as much this time. Normally, I'm paying attention to music, sure, but I sure. feel like uh, a lot of the music in, in certain scenes were you know where they needed to be. But uh, but yeah, just certain little elements just kind of kind of little things didn't make kept it, five, it from but... being a five. Okay. That's that's really the only thing, and it's not really a knock on it being a four. Sure, it's just that's where it's at. That's where it's set for me. So yeah. it got the Tropic Thunder treat. Tropic Thunder. I'm a dude. We'll get it one more time. <laughs> Such a good quote. Hard to believe that's Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love it. Anyway, okay, so with all of that being said, yep. what are your picks for next week, man? What are your categories you can give me? Well, I decided to kind of shake it up a little. Not not too much. Just yeah, a little. Not like Taylor Swift shake it up? Or that's shake it off. Shake it up. <laughs> Is it shake it off or shake, shake it, it off? Up? Shake it off. Shake it off or up? Off. Up. Off. Off. Okay. I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> Sorry, Taylor. All right. So here's your three categories <laughs> for next week's uh, potential category selection. Okay. I'm going to go animated. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, do something a little different. Animated. Uh, drama. All right. Which there's a bunch in that category. Yeah, I imagine. And we'll go. we'll go comedy again. Comedy's a good one. Comedy's always a good one. We like to have a little fun. We like it to laugh true. on this comedy show. Comedy's so fun. Comedy's a good one. So animated, drama, or comedy, make your selection, sir. I mean, I, I obviously like comedy. Right. 
The drama could be fun. I'm going to have to go with animated. Though, you want to go animated? I do. Right. Because I, I think that's totally out of the wheelhouse of obviously what we've done so okay. far. All right. We'll do uh, animated. So let's do animated. This will be fun. Are you ready for the selections? Let's give them to me. All right. First one is The Lion King. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Sorry. What? All right. All right. Second one. Now, remember. All right. Look. All right. Let's clarify this, okay? One of these we're going to cover next week. It could be... All three of them I haven't seen. Two of them, one of them, whatever. I'm gonna start crying for you. Literally, I'm crying. I look like you you're right crying now. right now. Of, <laughs> okay, you're not seeing Lion All right, King. so what the heck? All right, so let's start again. Here All right, we go. You ready? All right, yeah, animated one, movies. Now, one of these three. One of these. The animated category. Lion King. Oh right. my gosh. The second one. Up. Okay. All right. Third one. Lady and the Tramp. Brian Sumner. <laughs> so any out of, three of these out of those three, you haven't seen one of those three. I least. haven't seen one of these three animated features. Bro, I'm gonna run them again. The Lion King, Up, Wow, Lady and the Tramp. I'm, one of those three we will cover next week on what was that episode seven? Episode, episode seven. seven. Episode seven will be an animated feature for you guys. So wow, definitely tune in for Lion that next King, week. Up or Lady and the Tramp? Yep. Oh my gosh, bro. I don't. I don't know what to do with you. This is why we do the show. I know. I just. I know. And still to this day, <laughs> I <had> just. <laughs> You're shaking your head. <laughs> disappointment on the front end. Disappointment on the. It's just a nice disappointment sandwich, really. What's funny about the early days, especially on this show, is like that disappointment never goes away. It really. Does. You'll hear it on the next episode. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But yeah, it never goes away. Look. Early on with this show, with the reveals of the movies, I mean, this is one of my favorite reveals. You guys just got to hear on our feed the Predator episode, which is our 4th of July episode. A uh, special America episode. It's the most America episode ever, right? America! Well, and it helped that we also had Top Gun right before that. I mean, look at us, you know? <laughs> just patriotic as all get out. And that was a very strong reaction from Jim Miller on that episode. Yeah. This one was pretty stout as well. <laughs> This is a pretty stout reaction on this, and there's a lot of disappointment on this. Well, you know, I, I kind of laugh at, at the early reactions the more I think about it and just looking back on that time because this was before my coming out party. Oh, yeah. And uh, very so I was restrained. very uh, restrained in my um, choice of vocabulary. Frustration. <laughs> yeah. And I was very limited in my vocabulary, right. I think, as well. So, yeah, because we were still on the Homer's Radio Network back we then. We were. We were. Like I said, I also didn't have my coming out party until a while later, but, but yeah. So, but still, even even in the midst of that, just the the frustrations that yes. I felt and still feel uh, at times. So, uh, we were definitely testing the limits of the mics back then because with those rock band microphones, there was only so much they could take. And man, you were you were blowing them out. <laughs> Your yes. reactions, and that, that's before I learned to kind of pull back. And some would say that I still haven't with my voice on the microphone. No, you haven't. But anyway. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We got a promo for that. <laughs> we do. Back in those days, I was taking liberties with the editing. I was getting more comfortable with it. And you guys just heard the montage on here. And I know we've talked about it before. And I kind of teased it on the front part. This is one of the montages that we go back to and we listen to. We think about it and we, we're like, this is one of those. It's like definite top five, especially from that time frame, because we were still coming to our own. And I was trying to do my best with regard to bridging the front half to the back half. And I wanted to make sure that we had something entertaining in that bridge, in that montage. And the audio just worked. It just worked. Now, I will say this from a production standpoint. At the time, 
because it was a family video rental, I had to return the disc. And so I didn't have the disc to rip audio in my program here in the studio. So I had to rely on YouTube for all of my audio. You may not have noticed it, but I, I can clearly point out the different clips that had lesser audio quality than the rest of them. You know, as you say that, I recall you having a lot of late fees back in that day. So why did you take the movie back? <laughs> I was trying to temper the late fees. <laughs> I did have a lot of late fees. You will hear about that on the show as the Maybe show goes you're the on. reason family video. I guarantee that. it. I guarantee it. Look, <laughs> if they go back and they peel back the books on family video, they're going to see this very big red spot right there. And it's going to have my name next to it. It's not, it's not a good thing, Jim. But I don't want to talk about that. They're anyway. Gonna, they're going to send collections after <laughs> they us. They probably will. Obviously. Send it to uh, Stephen A. Turner. At <laughs> <laughs> Care of Cromwell Radio. <laughs> Onesboro, Kentucky. There we go. <laughs> Talking about editing liberties back then. One liberty that I did not take back then was our flubs and mess ups, dude. We have a few on this episode yeah. here. And I realized that looking back... I was not keeping the behind the scenes folder like I do now. Right. You guys hear our outtake show in November. You guys have come to know it lovingly as table scraps. It's fun to do. We always have a lot of fun putting those together. Well, let me back up. I have a lot of fun putting those <laughs> together. Jim has a lot of fun listening to those. I do. I do. <laughs> it's all the wacky outtakes and stuff that didn't make it to air. But in these early episodes, man... I was not cutting that stuff out. I didn't realize I didn't have the wherewithal back then to just cut that stuff out and make it a little more seamless. But I think it plays into the evolution of our show for sure. Oh, for sure. I want to say something else real quick about the montage. If you're listening to this episode right now and you're you're listening to it like in your car, things like that, go back and listen to that montage with your headphones on. Absolutely. It, it's a game changer. Yeah, because the music <laughs> that I used on that, which is actually the theme from the movie Alien... It's very low-key, it's very subtle, and you can hear it if you have it in your stereo, but if you listen to it through your earbuds, it really does play (laughs) into the overall setup of the audio that I chose to put in the montage. I mean, there were little intricacies that played into it that I was just like, man, this really, really worked out really well. Yeah, no, I it was one of those where... I remember listening to it and like, holy crap, getting chills listening to it, you know, the right. first time. So, uh, and as we've talked about, this is one of those episodes we always point back to the early days and, and say, uh, go, if anything, just listen to it for the montage. Absolutely. But there was a lot of fun movie talk and conversation as oh, well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and <laughs> you know, because of the conversation, actually, it led to us talking about a major, major problem that I had with the film Alien that actually kept it from becoming... A five. Yes, that's right. I did not give the movie Alien a five. You just heard it on the show. You heard me give it a four ranking, which is the Tropic Thunder treatment. And back in that day, that was the first four that we had on our show, Jim. It was. It was. And uh, there's a few people, myself included, that kind of have taken an issue. But there's uh, one super fan that took a major issue. Yeah. And that will actually pop up here really soon in an email on one of these Dude What Originals. I believe it might be like episode eight, maybe episode nine, somewhere (laughs) around in there. You guys will hear it very soon. One of our super fans took very much an issue with the fact that we gave this movie a four. Now, the reason why I gave this movie a four is because of a major plot hole. Yes, I said plot hole. Jonesy the cat. And the reason why I put an emphasis on 
plot hole, Jim, is because I made mention of that phrasing in this episode about Jonesy the cat and how it just did not make sense, how it was just it, it was driving the film and it didn't need to be driving the film. They had so many other things that they could have done to drive this suspenseful film and it would have been so much better. But the reason why I put emphasis on the, the word plot hole is because <laughs> super fan Gary Saylor. Hey, Gary, what's hey going Gary. on, buddy? We know you're listening. Hi, Gary, Gary Saylor got such a kick out of me using the word plot hole that it became a running gag at FedEx whenever we were still working there between the two of us. And so anytime anything would just be kind of weird or just kind of out of place or if there was tensions at work, Gary would just look at me and go, plot hole. Plot hole. <laughs> I don't know why he got such a kick out of that, but it was so funny. I was wondering why he always yelled at me when I walked by. Well, oh. you are a plot hole. <laughs> you know, I made mention of Jonesy the cat. And I also said on the show that cats are evil. They are evil. I mean, there's no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts about it. And there's still no are. getting around it. They're, they're evil. Yep, still are. <laughs> that hasn't changed. I had mentioned on this show that uh, not having a cat, I had a dog. I felt this was probably a good, appropriate time for us to talk about this, you know. Uh, at the time, I did have a dog. I had a dog for a very long time, and we actually just recently lost our dog. Good old sweet Roscoe, man. That was a very hard thing to go through. And I bring it up because my very own buddy right here and podcast co-host, Mr. Jim Miller, he was a part of that situation whenever Roscoe passed. Mm, and yes, it it's kind of a it's kind of a touchy thing to talk about. It's really hard to talk about, but it's it's very much happened. It's part of life. And there's nothing we could really do about that. But I wanted to make mention of old Roscoe because uh, I miss him. I love him. He was uh, probably the best dog that anyone could ever have. He really was. He was a really great dog. And yeah, I, um, yeah, thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we always I, talk about our stuff here. We always talk we about do. the hard stuff on here. We don't shy away from it. So, you know, I made mention of him on here. Cats are evil. Dogs rule. And Roscoe was the best. So we might as well just go ahead and talk about it, you know? Well, and I was actually going through today on our Instagram and uh, came across a picture of you and Roscoe, actually. Oh, that nice. uh, I think it was for Pet Day or something we had done one year. Cool. And, uh, yeah, so good dog. Way, way better than Jonesy the Cat. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, if they had Roscoe on there, that would have made more sense because cats are just dumb. Absolutely. <laughs> what you did not hear on this episode, though, Jim, aside from us talking about Jonesy the cat and cats being evil, all that good stuff and plot holes, what have you. Uh, I cut out. We talk about the idea of doing sequels. You had made mention about the fact that Alien has a sequel to it, which is Aliens. There's Jaws had a sequel to it. Jaws 2. We actually do a sequel. We cover a sequel way, way, way down the road, man. And I believe if you guys had just heard Predator, the re-release for that, yeah. we actually covered sequels two episodes after that. Well, yeah, I think you're right. So it's deep, deep, deep into our original run. So you guys probably won't hear that for a while, but just know on the horizon, we actually do cover some sequels. So that'll be a lot of fun. I also wanted to mention on this episode that this is the first time that I actually talk about something other than movies, Jim. I'll talk about a video game on here, and I cut it out on here because it just kind of was superfluous. It was extra. I didn't really need to have it on there. But if you go back and listen to this original release in the archive, dudewhatpod.com slash archive, you will hear me talk about the video game Super Metroid from the Super NES gaming system because there's a character on there named Ridley. And who directed Alien Jim? 
I believe Ridley. Yeah. Scott. Ridley Scott. Not Tony Scott. No. We're not talking about him. We don't want to talk about him. But Ridley Scott, Ridley. yes. So. Sir Ridley Scott. So this was like some more landmark stuff that we're doing here. We're, we're getting uh, the first four ranking. First time we talk about anything other than a film on here. We're doing all kinds of crazy stuff on this episode, man. It was a jam-packed episode, man. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, jam-packed. Also, like, the second time since Top Gun that we were rocking out the uh, Berlin Take My Breath Away. (laughs) (laughs) I believe we were doing that for Ripley, weren't we? Yeah. Mm, Cotton panties. White cotton, I believe. Mm, Yes. Um, (laughs) We love white cotton here on the Dude What Movie Review Podcast (laughs) for a very specific reason. (laughs) You know another thing that we love on our show, Jim? Uncle Dane. Uncle Dane. Uncle Dane Cook, man. Look. So much love for Dan Cook. There's another Dan Cook Easter egg on this episode. We cut it out. It's at the very end. And we're actually going to try and link to a video on TikTok that is the actual bit that we used on here. And it's where Dan Cook is talking about the movie Alien. And he does a very, very, very hilarious bit talking about it, how he would love to be an alien and how you just don't mess with them because they're B.A., Jim. They are B.A., aren't they? <laughs> well, this was also on the uh, his first album. That's right. Which was Harmful of Swallow. That's right. Uh, the album that brought you and me together, actually. Exactly, yes. Uh, as friends. And so, yeah, we given Dane Cook a lot of love early on. And uh, we'll go ahead and link to that as well. Like cool. if you want to purchase the album, you can do that. That'd so. be a lot of fun as well. Everybody should have Harmful Swallowed in their CD collection or on their streaming platforms because it is very, very, very funny. Now, Jim Miller, the next episode that comes after this episode <laughs> six, believe it or not, is actually episode seven. Seriously scary. Not scary. Seriously Scary. Now that might give it away, Jim. I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. Probably going to give it away for everybody else. Considering, yeah. Jim, <laughs> that the listeners just heard that the category that you chose was animation. Now that category was The Lion King, Up, and Lady and the Tramp. Now, episode seven will be our first time covering an animated category. So you guys have that to look forward to on the next episode. Actually, you also get to hear us talk about the origins. Of Vic the Viking. Vic the Tease Viking. Tease it on here right now. We're not going to talk about it now. We're going to wait till the next episode. But you get to hear the story about Vic the Viking, and that'll be a lot of fun. You know what you also get to hear a little teaser of right now, Jim? <laughs> you wanting to be a cartoon. Yes, that is going to be on the next episode. We teased it before. We're talking about it on the next episode. So you have that to look forward to. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know Jim's really excited about that. I really am. Yeah. <laughs> I still stand by my decision. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Look where that got you. You're wearing a bandana, for God's sake. All right, now look, Jim, we've reached the end of the show. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in <laughs> and listening to the show. New listeners, thank you for dropping by and checking out the show. We really appreciate it. We are going back into our archive, and we are re-releasing everything. We're going back to the very beginning, releasing it in order, except for some fun stuff along the way. Like I've already mentioned a couple times on here, we re-released the Predator episode at the 4th of July because that was our unofficial 4th of July celebration. It was so much fun to listen to that and put that back together and talk about that. And that's what we're doing on the show. You old listeners, you guys, you know what's up. You guys have been with us since the very beginning, and we love you guys. We really appreciate you guys. As always, you guys can check out everything that is Dude What related at DudeWhatPod.com. You can check us out on all the social media stuff. Just search for Dude What Podcast or at Dude What Pod. It's really simple. If you want to drop us some lines, it's really simple as well. Just go down to the bottom of the show notes on this episode, the very bottom down there, and there's a little link right there, and it says, hey, you guys at DudeWhatPod.com. That's an email. You can send us some email. And we will read it on air. Please do. Please do. Because we want feedback. 
questions, comments, concerns, critiques. We want all of it. We love all of it. We really do. If you guys check us out on the social media stuff, maybe you should go over to Facebook. And the reason why you should go over to Facebook is because there's a little thing over there called All Access. All Access. It's a super secret ninja group. It's behind the scenes. We do fun stuff back there. We have an elite number of people that are in there. And they get to hear bonus stuff. They get to see pictures. They get to hear audio. We will release All Access stuff all the time. That doesn't make the feed. Maybe for a little while. Jim has a tendency to go in there and kind of rip it in there and put it back onto the feed. But sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. It's hidden in that All Access page. And it's a lot of fun. You can go in there and have conversations with people. We do polls, opinions, all kinds of stuff. It's fun, Jim. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. And again, All Access members, soon and very soon. It is on my radar. We are working on beginning to create the all access at dudewhatpod.com. So that's going to be a lot of fun. That is. Jim's got a lot of irons in the fire right now. I do. And, you know, it's just, and the big reason we're trying to move away from it is we like you, Mark Zuckerberg, but we we also kind of. No, we don't. Don't. uh, Don't. We don't. One other thing before we bounce on out of here, I want to thank you guys once again for tuning into the show. But one thing that you can do when you're tuning into the show is help support us. There's a support button at our website, dowebpod.com slash support. And you can click on the button right there. And there's five different ways that you can support us. And one way, and I was checking this out earlier because Jim's been going through and revamping the website a little bit. And it looks really good, like especially the archive. The archive is very clean now. You can find episodes a lot better. It's so good. But one thing that I was checking out is man buns on our website. No, just kidding. (laughs) Our merch. We have merch on there. That's one way that you can support us. You can get a coffee mug. You can get a T-shirt. What else we got on there, Jim? Yeah, we got a kind of a trucker hat. Um, You know, we've got a beanie. Mm. Uh, We we do have like a long sleeve shirt and and a hoodie. But uh, obviously right now you don't need those things. No, you don't need those. It's hotter uh, than hell outside. We have the basic dude what package if you will right uh of stuff you can get coffee mug i've got one here actually i've been using it a lot and turned out really nice i'm I'm a fan of it just a nice mug yeah and there's two different sizes of mugs there and then soon and very soon that's something else i've been working on is uh putting together some actual movie related merch and some some merch that has more like from the one-liners maybe some you know, uh, Alex, maybe there's a Batista pizza uh, <laughs> muscle shirt coming out. We shall see. <laughs> I would love that with all of my heart. <laughs> maybe we'll put on the back, use promo code dude what? No, yeah. don't, Jim. We've already discussed this. <laughs> my God, he'll wreck your wife. Anyway, <laughs> those are ways that you can support us. You can go in there, you can buy some merch, and you can just you know donate to the show. You share us, follow us. All those things help support the show, and we would really appreciate it if you guys do that. Jim, I got nothing else, man. You got anything for us? No, that's it, man. I mean, you know, we're, like you said, on all the social channels. We're on YouTube. We're on Pinterest, uh, Instagram, Pandora. Twitter. Pandora. We're uh, Alexa. You can listen to us on Alexa now. There you so, go. Good um, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, Podchaser, we're on that as well. So yeah, Everywhere. We're, we're just, you know. Jim has us set up to be everywhere. And like I said, Jim has made it so easy for you guys to love us. That's all we want, Jim. Really? We just want your love. It's kind of sad. but It's we, not we sad. Just, well, I mean, how desperate we are for you to love us. It's pretty desperate. Okay, okay anyway, all right, look, all right, it's, it's getting worse. All right, it's, it's really guys, bad. just Jim, shut up. All right, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> I'm wearing white cotton. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do I need to... <laughs> No, Jim. No, that's not how we end it. That is not how we end it on here. Okay. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye, guys.
that's how we end it. <laughs>